You're listening to Life in Limbo Land, the go-to podcast for all things millennial. We started in the love field and now we're expanding. We're going to go into health, wellness, fitness, finances, buying a home, lifestyle, everything you need to know to live your best life. And who are we? I'm Tiffany. I work in entertainment partnerships. I'm an LA native who loves discovering and exploring all things in the neighborhood, learning about healthcare, skincare, what is popping, what the new restaurants are. I have a newsletter, Tiff's Tips newsletter. Check it out where I highlight all the best happenings in LA and also share my favorite things. I also love all things pumpkin spice and I wrote my master's thesis on dating. So I'm here for the collective millennial experience. My name is Kudzi. I was born in Zimbabwe, grew up in South Africa, and now I live in Los Angeles, where I work in digital media and entertainment, particularly focused on talent and helping people express themselves on the internet. I've noticed a growing need for stability among millennials in the online space. Same as Tiffany, I also have interests outside of podcasting. I have an Instagram called Sir Candleman, where I'm aiming to be the leader in all things luxury scented candles. Now Now let's let's get get into into it. it. On this episode, we have CEO and founder of Relationship Hero, Leroy Shapiro, to talk about his service where you can ask professionals about issues you're having in your relationship. A lot of times we go to our friends and family searching for answers but let's face it most of the time they don't know what they're talking about relationship hero connects you to someone who can look at the bigger picture and give you real tangible advice on how to address the situation Lerone even talks to me about a relationship issue I'm having and coaches me to finding the answer of how to continue on so let's get it started I was struggling with my own dating and relationships so I created a service where people can ask professionals how to build and maintain healthy relationships. I feel like this is something, would I use this? I would not use this. You know me, I like to just flounder my way, but I would think I should use it. Because everyone's using like talk space and stuff. So I think it would be good. Well, I think also a big problem with our generation is that people aren't going to therapy and they're asking their friend group who like everyone's struggling. So you're getting a pool of people giving advice that maybe shouldn't be giving advice. So having a professional source could allow you to actually have healthy relationships. Can you talk through like how you got started with Relationship Hero and some of the stories that you've heard, success cases of people who were struggling? Totally. Yeah. So just bringing it back to my own story, right? So for the longest time, I'd be using all these dating apps, uh, you know, feeling the anxiety, staring at that white screen when you match with somebody, right? Like, what the hell do I say? Like, can we just go on a date? Like, what's the, what is this game that we're playing, right? So uh, I was feeling frustrated and I kept hitting up my friend because my friend actually knew what he was doing, right? And he like knew how to read the signals and like what a text means and he had all of this advice. So it started off as, you know, just two people, me and him. But then when our friends saw, uh, you know, all our conversations, it would be like a really interesting conversation for our friend group, right? So you'd have like five guys all diving in and be like, hey, look at my text, right? Like, am I doing well? Right. And my friend would be like this guru. Uh, And like you said, you know, they were giving each other bad advice, right? Like there are differing opinions. Mm -hmm. And it's like, guys, is this really that hard, you know, to interpret what a text means? Like, doesn't somebody actually know what they're talking about? You know, besides my friend. Well, I have a question about that. Do you think that people know, like in their heart of hearts, know what the right answer is or like how to approach it, but they're just scared or 
afraid of rejection. I feel like people just don't. I feel like everyone's messed up because they because of texting. That's the problem. Like it doesn't have any like heart. Fa- like false sense of intimacy because yeah, of texting. Yeah, like no one's like willing to actually say what they like actually mean. So is that what relationship hero really helps people be more vulnerable and share their feelings, or what's like the approach behind mm-hmm. breaking down like how someone should text someone? Sure. Okay, you've touched on something really key because you asked me basically like, do people really in their hearts know what they're supposed to do, but they're like screwing themselves up? And for the most part, I don't think that's really what's going on. I think what's happening with dating is it really is a skill. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, um, it's a skill like soccer is a skill, you know what I'm saying? Or like uh, poetry is a skill, right? And sure, you can learn it and you can practice it. And some people are talented at it, but Some people just have low dating skills. Like I know what it's like to have bad dating skills, right? Where it's like a text comes in and you're like, I have no idea if this person's interested in me, if she's like trying to blow me off. Like, you know, like a girl would literally say like, uh, I can't do this week. And I'm like, oh, okay. She thinks that I'm like an unattractive guy. That's why she's sending me that. When really like maybe she can't do that week and I just wasn't interpreting it right. You know what I'm saying? So there is just a lot of element of skill that's kind of table stakes, uh, before you can even get good enough to know in your heart what you're supposed to do. But that girl, so this is my problem with that girl. If she can't do that, we can, she really doesn't like, she needs to like, she needs to end, she needs to add the second part. It's either like we can make another time or like let's figure out another time so you know there's another time or Tiffany's like not interested text, right? Like everyone needs to then say like what they actually mean because she didn't say anything. Right, so I don't think that was your fault. Like I don't think you didn't have the skill there. I think that she wasn't giving you the tools to succeed in that situation, right? Because everyone well, seems I to say the what they mean. where you can look at it, where it's good advice to be like, oh, take the text at face value, right? In that particular scenario. Okay, yeah. sure, and I guess you're right. But in another scenario, maybe she says that, and the correct interpretation actually is, hey, take the hint. Like, she's trying to say no. You know what I'm saying? So what it actually no. Or why can't she suggest other time? Is she playing hard to get? Yeah, so the, I guess these are all the questions that people think of. So in this context, what would a relationship hero coach come in and say? Mm-hmm. So it's all about uh, the context of the situation, right? So what, what the coach would do is read, you know, the last few screenshots, you know, like you give your friend your phone, they read the screenshots and they're like, oh, okay, given the context, it looks like you were really like plowing and you actually creeped her out at one point, you were like too forward and now she's backing off. You know what I'm saying? So they would interpret what's happening and within context, the exact same text can actually, they'd recommend two different things. Got it. Mm. So have people just lost the ability to understand like the context? So yeah, is that what's happening? Yeah, they've lost the ability. And so first of all, I don't think that uh, people were ever really amazing at the ability because it's like any skill, right? It's like we never had a society of like great runners. You know what I'm saying? Like some people run better than others. And similarly, it's like with dating, like some people are more suave than others, right? Some people are better at computers than others. Um, so, So it's not like we used to be great and now we're bad. The only social trend that's changed is that uh, society, the rules used to be more well-established, right? Mm -hmm. Because the problem with today is some people are good, some people are bad, but the rules are also changing very quickly. So how do you know which rules to abide by as someone who's in the dating trenches? Yeah, totally. So it's, uh, like I said, there's a lot of context, uh, what rules to abide by. So it really matters like, hey, what's your goal, right? And uh, what's what social situation are you in, right? Like, are you on a hookup app? 
uh, are you on? Is this like an arranged marriage that your parents are setting up, right? So it's, you just, you combine all the different factors, right? And it's kind of like asking like, hey, what should I wear, right? Well, again, it's like, what are you trying to do? What are all the different factors? Um, so it's really, you know, it's an art and a science. Mm-hmm. So how did you go about finding your coaches? What makes a good coach? Sure. So uh, we actually have a, a list of traits that we've identified for what makes a good coach, but it's a really interesting question because I know you guys mentioned therapy earlier and it's not like this is therapy. It's, um, you know, for some people it might borderline touch on therapy if they have like deep, deep issues that they need to address. But for a lot of people like myself, um, I didn't need a therapist, right? Like I, I solved my problem, not because I had a, you know, I had mental health issues. I wasn't like, um, I wasn't struggling with like depression. That wasn't my particular situation. I just literally didn't know what to do. Right. Yeah. And so what I needed was like skill training, and practical advice. And yes, I felt anxiety, but it's not like I needed to work on my anxiety. I just needed to understand what I was supposed to do. And that naturally lowered my anxiety. So I just wanted to, you know, preface by saying like, hey, this is a new type of skill that we need to find from these coaches. We can't look at existing therapists. And so we basically invented our own curriculum, our own certification. And then we go and find talent in a bunch of related fields and we give them the certification. We see if they pass. Uh, and then we hire and train them. So it's actually like a very unique process. Uh, and I can go through some of the traits uh, that we found that they have, you know, that, that pattern matches for a good coach. Yeah, I would love to know some yeah, of those. But I, but I, on that point, I mean, I was talking about coaching the other day. Coaching, coaching is coaching. It's like you, it's like coaching a sports team. You have to learn how to do the thing and like do it better. Definitely not therapy. I think people think it's therapy, but it's not. It's like you don't know how to do this. Can I will help you learn this skill? Versus my life is falling apart. What happened in your childhood? You know, (laughs) you can't therapy your way to be, you know, a good soccer player, right? Because you need actual soccer skills. Yeah. Um, So yeah, what are some of those traits? Uh, Sure. Yeah. So uh, one of them we call depth of insight. Uh, So the idea is clients come in and their situation um, has a bunch of details, and a good coach is able to make big picture connections. Um, so like apply principles and understand them in context. Um, and, you know, clients can't find these insights anywhere else because they can look up a bunch of articles on Wikipedia or a bunch of blogs, uh, and they can also look at the details of their life, but they can't connect the small picture to the big picture. So that's one of the skills of being a good coach. That's cool. And what, what are these like tests that you put them through? Like how do you assess if someone has that trait? Um, yeah, so one of the tests, we, we have a bunch of uh, written situations. Um, so it, we have a, a written screen, and we actually have thousands of people take the test. So our, our coach acceptance rate is actually about 3%. Um, so we're actually very selective. It's, it's a very interesting uh, career path for people. Um, a lot of people want to do it, but the kind of scenarios we put them through, it's counterintuitive. So he comes in, and, uh, and he said that he didn't get a reply to this particular text. What did he do wrong? And it's like a full conversation that they have to analyze. Uh, or another situation is like, he said that, you know, uh, a woman said that uh, the husband, she thought everything was going well, and they were going to go on a trip together, but then he canceled the trip, and he said it's not working out, and he's unexpectedly breaking up with her. Like, what's, what's going on here? Like, and there's more, uh, there's more detail. But the idea is just like, can they pick up on what's actually happening in the situation? Can they read the situation? I think I'd be a terrible coach. Yeah, I, think I feel Tiffany, like I would. I feel like you'd be. You would not be good. I feel like I would <laughs> fail the test. What would? Ha- what's happening with the husband and the trip? I don't yeah. know. Why did you break up abruptly? I was like, what's going on? Well, clearly there's other. Stop. <laughs> Stop. No, clearly there's other things happening. The trip is just a manifestation of like other issues. So like it's got nothing to do with the trip. 
Yeah, right. So we well, yeah, you can't. This is the problem, right? Is a, a lot of people will be like, well, I just read an article about this, you know, like there's, and this is the issue. And is that true? Maybe, right? You actually have to ask clarifying questions uh, to understand is that really the issue or is there, is this actual other issue bubbling up? Wait, so when they're taking the test, are they like responding to a person? So, like, are, am I saying, oh, like, tell me more about the type of describe a relationship from before and like trying to get context clues about it? Or is it like you just write your answer and it's either right uh, or wrong? We do both. So, in some cases, we just say write your answer. But in some cases, we literally ask, what other questions would you ask uh, before continuing with coaching? Mm-hmm. You got to leave with some open new questions you know right old. tell me more about how you guys met i don't know i'd not be a good coach i don't know this sounds scary i think that's what the people need because people normally solve their own issue problems if they would just vocalize it's like what's actually going on you know because yeah. people will tell you or you just ask your friends like i literally have asked like 10 people about this one situation recently and they all have different answers so i guess how do you know what the right answer is to take you just like yeah. you get, do you think that the coaches will like get, do the coaches give you the answer or do they help you figure out what the right answer is for you um i want to say help you figure out the right answer but i do want to point out that um compared to therapy, one of the reasons why our clients uh, prefer us to therapy is because therapists are really big on not giving you the answer. And we actually will sometimes give you the answer to the best of our abilities. Like sometimes we will give you a confident answer. Other times we'll be like, well, the answer will depend on what you say is your priority. So we actually, as much as possible, just give you specific advice. And that's kind of our differentiation. Interesting. I think you need this, Tiffany. Uh, yeah, I think I should look into it. I don't know. I'm one of those people who like comes up with a, di- a million different ways to go about a situation. And at the end of the day, I'm like, I just won't even deal with it because it sounds too complicated. I'm not. I'm like, you just need to say what you need to say because I'll just read it for what it is and like keep it moving. Yeah, I guess I think what this goes, what this is pointing out at the core of it is that like people just need to be better at communicating, right? I mean, I think communication is such a big source of problems. And in a lot of relationships, the the biggest advice we give really is like, okay, uh, you know, what you just told us, do you think you've even communicated that to your partner? And that's like a huge thing. There are cases where the communication is good and the relationship's getting screwed up for another reason. And for, so for example, like there can be a partner who's saying, uh, you know, you're not making me feel like you care enough for me. Um, and if he's communicating really well that he cares, Maybe he needs to, you know, speak the love language, right, and do give like gifts or, or do like touching, right? So it's not like communication is like the one root of everything, but it's definitely really important. Yeah. Um, what do you think the biggest problem that millennials are facing right now in regards to like relationships is, or what have you seen with Relationship Hero be the biggest issue that people are asking about? Totally, yeah. So um, really common use cases are uh, dating and breakups. <laughs> kind of oh, like the breakups. Yeah, breakups. Because the thing is, when you say breakup, at first glance, it's like, whoa, how many people are breaking up? But if you think about it, there's really a spectrum, right? It's like even when a relationship is going pretty well, like you have one bad day and you're like, oh, we should break up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's so easy yeah. to, to start slipping you know, down the slippery slope toward a breakup or even a divorce. 
Wow. Um, what do you see that's like interesting in like breakup land? Yeah, so there's such a big spectrum of breakups. So for example, like I said, you'll be in the relationship and it seems to be going well, but you start getting scared. Like, do you think she wants to break up with me? Like she didn't reply to my text fast enough, right? Or like she gave me like a bunch of short texts. Like, what does that mean? I'm getting nervous to text her back, even though maybe in, in the girl's mind, everything's fine. So that's kind of like the, the beginning of the slope. But you also have people who are like, I'm in the process of a divorce right now. I wonder if I can, you know, fix it and like stop the divorce, right? Is it, is it salvageable? And then there's people who are like, I have my ex, uh, my ex-husband from five years ago, and I'm thinking of calling him up because I think maybe we can actually rekindle the relationship. Um, so, so that's, that's actually wow. surprisingly common. Why like, the gasp? Because I feel like that's so intense. I, I yeah. mean, do these coaches ever feel like, my my answer is such a it's a make like it's gonna make or break someone's life that's like a lot of pressure to have on your shoulders totally yeah i mean being a coach it's uh it is objectively a, a high pressure job in terms of like yeah you are giving somebody advice that if they act on it can change their lives which is you know why people come to the service in the first place is they want to change their lives for the better um but that's part of why we have a low acceptance rate like most people it, this job is not a good fit for almost everybody, right? But there are a few people who really thrive on it. Are there like any coaches that you particularly like, do you still use, do you use any of the coaches right now for your personal relationships? Yeah, so when I have relationship questions, um, I, a lot of times I typically won't use the, the normal service just because my co-founder, who's my good friend, is also oh, our head coach. So oh, wow, got, like, that's cool. Special, uh, special access here. Are you a coach? Um, so I am uh, I'm only a coach within uh, dating. So if people have uh, dating or online dating or, or texting uh, questions, then I am able to coach. But I'm uh, I'm not qualified to coach, uh, you know, breakups and relationships. Got it. Oh, so, so there are specific coaches for each category. Exactly right. Now, there's a lot of overlap. So a typical coach will be able to coach about 70% of what we call our skill matrix. So every coach has strengths and weaknesses. But yeah, I mean, there are specialized areas. So um, a lot of the stuff in dating is like, it's, it's kind of its own skill, you know, like, how do you get like a really good conversation going, right? How do, how do you like, it's kind of like, how do you manufacture a conversation when you just have like a boring white screen? That's like a very different skill set from, uh, you know, how do you uh, talk to your ex from five years ago? Yeah. I have, okay, so... I was going to say, like, Tiffany, while we're here... I know, I was just going to say, okay, so we're going to put your, like, relationship coaching, dating coaching to the test. BTW, Leon is expensive, so... I know. We'll want to hear, like, the process of this. So, hypothetically... Okay. (laughs) Let's say that I went on a date, two dates with this guy, and the first date... He was not feeling like he like told me before the day like uh, like as he was driving like I just got a huge migraine like I might not be like my best self so prefaced it with that but then we ended up having like a four hour date let's say maybe it was three three to four hour date like just chatting and I'm like okay like this is nice um, but then I never thought that I would hear from him again because I. At the end of it, he was like, it was nice meeting you. And I feel like if someone's interested, they'll be like, can I see you again? Or whatever. Really don't making stuff up. Okay, not making stuff up, but it's like, nice meeting you was always the like, 
not interested, nice meeting you situation. So, and I felt like this person was not interested, not giving me any cues that he's interested. So I'm like, okay, great. Then, but then he hits me up and says like, would love to like see you again. And I'm like, okay, cool. So then we end up planning a second date. But on the second date, I end up like, literally having food poisoning right before it but he was driving from a far distance so I was like I gotta make this date work because like he's already on his way and I literally just got sick so I was like okay whatever we're gonna go on this date even though I was not Uh, feeling good like literally thought I was gonna die on the date so like why don't you just tell him I, di- I told him that I wasn't feeling well, but I didn't want to be like, oh, by the way, like, I just threw up before this date. Right. Like, ew, that's so gross, right. you know? Like, but it wasn't my fault. Like, I literally, the same, my sister and I had eaten at this sushi restaurant, and we both got sick. So, like, we knew there was a culprit. <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> Then I go on this date. I'm not feeling well the entire time. I'm like, oh my God, I hope I just don't throw up on this table. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what I'm thinking the entire day. Like, trying to power through and, like, be fine. And I told him I was sick, so he knew that. But it was such a weird, bad date Mm -hmm. because I was just in my head the entire time of, like, I hope I don't throw up because I was still feeling sick. It wasn't like, oh, Mm -hmm. I I was fine. I was like, there there could possibly be a round two here. Right, it could be a situation. Yeah, so, but then we end up ending the date and I'm like, oh, this is like bad. Mm -hmm. This is bad. Like I knew, I'm not going to hear from him. Mm -hmm. But then part of me is like, I want to give it a third try where we're both healthy. So why don't you do that? Because... I don't want to reach out. Okay, so what do you think? What do you think? What's the? Do I reach out and say like? You're making me tired, and you know what? <laughs> okay, like, what are your thoughts hearing this whole story? And should I just so part? Part of me is like, whatever, just let it go. Like, you know, you win some, you lose some. You win some, you lose some. Who cares? On to the next. Um, but your like, heart wants to reach out because you think if you were both. And, and this, I'm not a coach, so you can just like not, I would not get in. But like, you you both think if you were both of your best selves, it would be different. Yes, so you have to try that. But I, I would think. love to know what the coach would yeah. say you should Tell do. Me, coach. What do we think? I definitely think there's wisdom to that, right? If, if you both took the time to go on a date and neither of you is your best self, then I think you probably owe it to yourself to try a date where you're both your best self. So I agree with that part. Okay. Um, like, one thing, yeah. yeah. No, no, continue. Sorry. One thing I observed in the story is when you started telling the story, you said that uh, you were in the car with him and he said he had a huge migraine. No, he and was I- driving on the way to meet up with me and he called me because we were supposed right. to originally get drinks and he's like, I have a huge migraine. Can we get ice cream instead? Because I feel like that will help with the migraine. Oh, got it, got it. I feel like when you shared that story, you were acting like you were wondering if that is actually like a reflection that he wasn't interested, right? And that was like a cover story. You were like a little suspicious about that. Um, was I suspicious? I I was just like, oh, we can cancel this date. When he like told me that, I'm like, oh, let's just reschedule this date another time. And I'm like, oh, the date's not gonna happen. You know when people like reschedule a date or like try to reschedule, right. you're like, oh, I'm never. Nobody was driving to you, so. But he was driving to me, so like. I knew he was being, uh, and I, on the day I asked him, I'm like, oh, so did that, 
on the day, on the first day, did the migraine end up subsiding? He's like, no, I had it until like the next morning. And I'm like, why did you like stay on this four hour date then? He's like, oh, I was like having a good time, like just like getting to know you. So I'm like, okay. So that's really good. I would not go on a date. I would not go, I would leave. But then I would like, I was sick and I didn't say like, let me get up. And, I don't know. So I don't okay, know. Okay. So, I mean, I'm not a coach, but Tiffany, this one's simple. I'm going to give advice like this if I'm a coach. Go on the third date when you're both great. So I should reach out? I just feel like he should have reached. I mean, stop so that. I stop that. I'm like, he should reach out. Well, then tell us about this reaching out, not reaching out thing because it's like annoying in 2019. Yeah, that's such a popular question, right? Is like, uh, you know, who reaches out when? And there's obviously the famous three day rule, right? You have to wait three days. And uh, a lot of guys, you know, they read uh, like manuals, you know, like uh, pick up uh, manuals or like, um stuff about how like you, you got to be the alpha male and you got to be really cool and you know don't text for a long time right so there's all this advice um and and people get really confused um and so the you know my typical advice on that is you can just um you can act a lot like you act with your friends like it's actually not super complicated how long to wait so for example if a date goes really well i personally recommend uh texting them pretty soon after the date like half an hour after the date and just like text something else almost like you know the you're basically keeping the vibe of the date going past the date if it's a good vibe like i i think that's great that's good advice that's good but how about in my situation do i reach out and say like so i got a couple different like thoughts on this when i pulled a friend group some people are like no what I, like if he's interested and he knew you were sick he could have just like given like been like hey are you feeling better let's give this another go whatever and then some people were like you should just text like well that was fun lol and it's like just keep Stop. the conversation so going and then so like as a joke as a joke you know like or is it like just like when we're was, laughing about it he just said he, he when was this hypothetical right? second date uh recent like, like a day ago or like, like three days? days ago. Okay, you, your, like time is, your time is running out. Mm-hmm. You got to get in there. Okay. So it was two hypothetical days ago. So the, the date ended and neither of you has communicated with the other since then. No. Okay. So I, I do I think people, people are trained these days to make it overly awkward, right? Like I said, like I think people feel like there's a, a pressure, right? Like they're screwing up if they like communicate too early after a date. That's what I think. Um, like, I doubt, I doubt that you've, like, blown it or anything. Like, he might also be thinking, like, when should I text? Should she text me? And, like, I don't think there has to be, like, this, uh, you know, cold war of silence. Like, I think you should open communications with, like, a text. Because even if he, like, is completely turned off by you after that, like, worst case scenario, even then, like, sending a text is, like, a great way to even discover if that's the case, right? But more likely, I'm sure that he's still, like, roughly the same interest level that he was before your last date that's i think that's the most likely guess and so he'll probably text you back and the texting will just give you a lot of evidence about where you stand i think he's just a nice guy so like if i did text him i know he would respond i don't think he would like be like what i think he would just like go along with it but like i don't know if i want like someone who just goes along with it you know that's why i'm like i kind of just want to wait and see if uh, yeah, I guess the Cold War moment, but maybe I should, I don't know. See, that's tough because it's like, I know so many guys that are like, okay, yeah, let's just go. I don't know. Does that make sense? Just text him. If you want to, do you want to see him again? I'm not sure at this point. 
Stop. Okay. Hypothetically. Yeah, I definitely see your point, right? Because you expect the guys to take the lead typically, right? And like a typical straight relationship, you, you do expect the guy more to take the lead on things. And if he's attracted to you, right? It's like he should take what he wants, right? Right. Like, right. Are you taking like, you know, leading the plan, yeah. right? It's like he's pilot, your co-pilot. So I do think that it's actually a lame move on his part if he is into you to just uh, not text you for two days after the day. Uh, but well, I will say the first date he waited three days until he texted me for another date. Because he has the wrong handbook. Yeah. Tiffany, this okay. Is, this, is, this is what I think, okay? This is my prediction. And I might be wrong because I don't have a ton of evidence. Okay, my prediction is that he's, you know, into you to some degree, right? And like, he probably wants to see you again. And the only reason he's not texting you uh, is just because he thinks there's like a rule or like basically essentially bad advice of like to wait to text you. So that's my guess, right? And I'm not saying I'm 100% sure, but I think that happens a lot. Does it? I don't know. I feel like, I feel like time and time again, I'm proven like right when I text the guy and like the guy just like is nice and you know, it's like, oh yeah, blah, blah. And then like, when I like keep talking to him, he's like, you know, I just got to be honest. Like, I just don't think this, we're looking for the same things or whatever. And then I feel like when I don't respond and I just wait, like an, a non-answer is an answer, right? Like, I don't think that guys are afraid. I think like if they're motivated to ask someone out, they will. And if they're not, they won't. I agree with that. Yeah. So I do think that it's a good move on your part to just like wait. And if he never texts you again, I don't think that you've like screwed up. Yeah. Um, if you're like, if you'd hate to lose him, right. I, it, w it would actually be a little desperate for you to text him, but it's okay to be a little desperate if it's worth it. Right. But if it's just a no random problem. guy, it's not yeah. a must have. Yeah. I'm all for if it's worth it, be a little well, see, desperado. Like, he's not a must-have. Like he, like it would be he's like. A nice to have. He's like a. I would be interested in seeing if there's more there, but it's not like oh my god, this is my man. It's more like oh, he was sweet, and like I went on a disaster date the Wednesday before, so I was kind of just like, okay, he's the, he's one of the good ones, and like I don't know if there's necessarily a connection there. Like I don't know if we are like amazing together, let's say, because I don't, I really don't know him that well, but I do think like he's a good guy and like there aren't that many good guys out there. Mm -hmm. Oh wait, am I allowed to say, is that like, no. I mean, it's what you believe. That's what I believe. You know, this is your truth. He, he's, he's feeling this migraine on the day, right? It's like he set up a possible excuse very early in the day. So the fact that he kept it going four hours, it's like the whole time he could have been like, oh, the migraine's too strong. I'm, I'm ditching. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that is pretty good evidence that he was feeling the day. I just feel like you owe each other, like, just one more try. A check in. Yeah, just like, what do you have to lose? Nothing. But then I, I guess in my head, it's like, I don't want to make the move if I... Like, it kind of feels, like, disingenuous because, like, I don't know if I'm trying to make this move because I'm just, like, uh, he, like, for me versus, like, that I'm actually interested. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, I, I kind Are of... Are you like, interested? Like, that's the thing I don't know. It's, like, I think he's a good guy and, like, I have... Yeah, I feel like... He meets the, he meets the the boxes. He checks yeah, the boxes, yeah. but there's no fire there, chemistry yeah. there. From what, this is my one of, boxes, one of the boxes is his personality, where you want a guy with the personality where he takes what he wants, right? And he takes initiative to text you. Like that is a personality trait. True. Do you want that? 
I do want the obvious. I mean, I mean, some people like like going for their own. Well, kill. okay, he he was like, well, I think he got that I'm more of like an alpha, and he <laughs> was like, yeah, like I'm a softie, and like so he's like, and you like softies. Some people. I don't know if I like a softie. You do. No, I don't think. I mean, like, I like it, but, like, I like a softie that's also, like, alpha, an alpha player here. Like, what is that even? Like, an alpha beta. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but he was, like, so he said, like, some softies, like, other softies, some, like, non-softies, like, softies, some non-softies only want a non-softie. And I thought about that, and I'm, like, I'm wondering, and I didn't ask what he wants, but I was, like, he knows that I'm not a softie. Right. Like that. I can be a softie, but that's not my right. main domain. But I think I appear softie, but I'm not. Like no, I'm you like do not appear softie. I'm like what so I have such soft energy, but like anyway. I'm not. Okay. Mm-hmm. What would you put me as? I would not I'll put you as alpha, like I'm look like, at what you want. With like some like beta traits. Yeah, but I think everyone had like everyone has. Is this something that relationship hero takes into account? Like what your, like if you're an alpha or beta. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because we think about like, hey, what is a good match for you? You know, is uh, and, you know, we've seen different things. Like, you know, some alphas want another alpha, and and some alphas like. There's some relationships where the girl is very alpha, and, and the guy is usually just you know going along with the girl. Uh, but usually there's like at least one or two areas, right, where it reverses, right, and and both people get to you know take the lead. So a, a lot of times there's something that we call a status environment. So you might have like a girl who is really into like a certain community. So like in Silicon Valley, right, she's really into the startup community, and mm-hmm. so she understands what is high status in that one status environment. And so there will be somebody who can be like a scrawny guy, right? Not uh, good looking, doesn't have uh, flashy cars, but he is like the founder of a hot startup, right? So like she understands that in her status environment, she's attracted to that one trait and then he doesn't have to have attractive traits in other environments. So that's that's, uh, one thing we see. Yeah, that's interesting. I guess I'm not really sure. Yeah, I guess it's hard to assess that because like I think the job it the job is like I don't know if that is like a cue for how they are. Does that make sense? Like I think some people they just like fall into jobs and positions mm-hmm. and that might not necessarily be like what they want. Like maybe he doesn't want to be a power player. Um but the girl is like looking for someone who's like more dominant. Maybe he is like I don't know. I the thing I think when it's a softy guy is I know myself and I feel like I'm just going to like walk all over the softy and that's like my biggest fear and I think that's why I don't text first because it's kind of like I want to like know that I'm not gonna walk over this person do you like when they text a lot first do you like it actually yeah I really do it shows initiative so I think your technique here is actually good because we actually recommend essentially giving people little tests right like not being a jerk about it but like if there is this quality that you're looking for you don't want to waste each other's time. So giving them a test of like, hey, uh, you know, you can't be totally soft. Like, I don't want to be the one to text. So I'm going to wait for your text. I actually think that's a great idea. But how about if maybe I'm supposed to be with a soft person and that could actually be like a healthy relationship for me. But like I've in my mind have just like been like, I want an alpha player. I want an alpha player to the point where I don't even give these people a shot. Like I'm like... Mm-hmm. 
unconsciously putting them in like the, on the back burner. Mm-hmm. How do you know what's right for you? And how do you know like what you're conditioned to want? I guess like you see all these exact like Beyonce and her man, Oprah and Stedman, like Beyonce and Jay-Z and Oprah and Stedman. And like mm-hmm. all these people who are like power, I guess like Oprah and Stedman, like she's a power player. Like what does he even do? I don't know. He's a motivational speaker. And okay. Coach. Yeah. So she's a power player. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't know. I guess even Beyonce and Jay-Z, she's the one who's like, uh, or wait, who's a more powerful one there? I don't Anyway, regardless, I think you see all these examples in the media and you're like, oh, I should have that too. Like if I'm with a softie, I'll be like basically running the family for the rest of my life. And I don't want to do that. I don't know. I always jump to like the end of the relationship I'm like he's gonna like stop working and like be over it and then I'm gonna have to maintain the household <laughs> yep yeah I mean look that's a little, you a really bit. went a couple steps forward there in the journey too yeah you're really jumping that's what I, do. I mean do you, do you guys advise to like think about like the last step or do you guys are just like take it day by day well, I mean, look, the, you know, you playing out these nightmare scenarios, I mean, there's always, you know, throughout human history, right, there's always been these risks that you're taking when, when you're getting with somebody, right? And your brain is wired to, to be playing out these scenarios, right? Because you don't want to gamble your whole future, right, and have kids potentially, or just spend decades of your life with somebody who's not going to be right. So the reason we even have, like, even when you're on a date and, and you're living in the moment and just having fun, even then, in the back of your mind, you're still at some level evaluating those qualities, right? So there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with, you know, explicitly playing out the scenarios, too. Like, you can use your intuition, and you can use, like, telling stories like that. Um, like, it's, they're all, it's all fair game. Um, yeah. And now, in, in terms of uh, your question of, um, you know, what type of person is right for you, or how do you know what type of person is right for you, uh, a lot of people really don't know correctly what type of person is right for them. So they have like a wrong guess. Um, And so they just kind of blindly rush into a relationship and they get stuck in like some dead end, right? And then they have to back up and then like drive forward into another relationship and maybe they get stuck in this place or they get stuck into a different place. Um, So that is definitely something that a coach can help with is just kind of seeing the bigger picture. I kind of use the analogy like you're, you know, a car in a maze or something. Mm -hmm. So the coach can kind of see the whole maze and predict like, What's a more likely path for you? Um, in your situation, you know, you ask like, what if the guy is soft uh, throughout the whole relationship? Um, and so it, it might be a trade-off, right? Like it, it might be that your, uh, your ideal personality is a guy who demonstrates in the beginning that he can take charge in a few key situations, but then for the rest of the time is soft, right? So like that might, might be like an essential mix for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like a nice mix, but I feel like it's hard to find a nice mix. Why? I haven't met anyone who's a mix. Okay, so they don't exist. Have you have you met a mix who's like taken? Like, do, like, is there any like has a mix ever existed? Because if they don't, they'll I don't know. If, if you're not in the relationship, you don't really know what the dynamic is. To know if it's a mix or not. How many people you've met? But you're like, I would think. I mean, I always think of like the Moden and Alex example. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they're both like power players, but mm-hmm. they both have like a soft side. Mm-hmm. But they're both like alphas. Mm-hmm. Right. 
That's yeah. a good example. Yeah. Like we need more examples. We, we need more examples. We always just talk about this one couple. But I don't know. I think it's so tough to know what you want because some people are like, well, maybe you could use a softie who like, you know, you're if you're like the opposite of that, I don't know, they say opposites attract, who knows? But how, I know you talked about this being a skill. How can someone like build up this skill? Like how could I just become better at knowing these things? Or how did you, cause you went from like asking your friend for advice to like now being a coach. Like how does one get better at this? Definitely, yeah. So in my case, so I'm like a very analytical thinker. So the way I got good at this is, uh, a little untraditional is just by learning a ton of, uh, you know, basically a lot of reasoning and logic while this stuff is true. Um, so for example, like if I'm helping somebody write a text, uh, which gets a great reaction, um, it's because I can like break it down to like the atoms of the text. I could be like, well, here, this was funny because you set up an exaggerated hypothetical that in the hypothetical, you were, uh, you know, elevating somebody's status really high and then dropping it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like really, it's kind of like the theory of uh, improv comedy, right? So I'm really breaking it down. So that's my own personal approach. Um, but for other people, I think just practice will make them better, right? So for example, if you're uh, trying to figure out what type of person is right for you, one thing that's really helpful is uh, just be in multiple relationships, right? And play them out for like six mm -hmm. months or a year at least. Multiple relationships played out for six months at the same time? No, no, not at the same time, right? Oh. <laughs> But like life experience, right? So then at least you can predict, hey, this is yeah. might be what happens if I get into a relationship with this type of person. I wonder if it's like person by person though, and not necessarily traits. Um, yeah, like, I mean, it, look, it, it totally is. And, and so the ability to like look at a person and, and pick out which of the factors are gonna be relevant to determining the future of the relationship uh, you know, that that is a more and more subtle skill, right? So you never like 100% master that skill. We like to think that our coaches are really good at that skill. They've got the intuition, they've got the training and asking their opinion. We're definitely not psychics, right? But it's closer on the spectrum toward asking a psychic who can predict the future. Mm. Mm. Okay. So, I mean, we've recorded for 40 minutes. So I just want to make sure we, people have like the info of like where they could find you. How would, how would one get a relationship hero coach? Yeah, sure. So we try to make it really easy. You can just go to relationshiphero.com uh, and you can click to get started. And uh, it's actually a 24 hours, 24 seven chat. So you can start chatting instantly. There's a quick free consultation where we match you to the right coach that we think can help your situation. And then you can talk to the coach right away. Uh, you can set up an appointment whenever you want. So it's all pretty easy. You know, it's, it's like, it's coaching for the modern world, right? You got your phone on you. You can text the coach anytime. Oh, so it's like through texting, you just send them like your inquiry and then they respond. Can you like specifically ask for a specific coach or is it a new coach each time? Um, so we're really good at just automatically recommending a coach, but you're also able to request another coach. We actually have over a hundred coaches. So there's definitely a big section. Yeah, we actually have a, an in-house team of 100 full-time coaches. So wow. one thing about our business is even though we're, uh, you know, we're 24-7, we help people around the world, and, um, you know, we hire from around the world, even so, we're still our own team, uh, and we're all full-time. So it's not like uh, a gig economy type thing. It's, it's actually, you know, a full-time coach. Um, and not only can you chat, you can get on the phone with them. So you can get on the phone, you can do video chat, you can do Facebook Messenger. Uh, you know, it's just whatever is most helpful. 
Well, do people usually like come like continue to have these conversations or is it like kind of like um a woman like oh, okay i just had this one issue and once it's solved they like move on like do you have a lot of repeat people who like come back because they realize that they're it's more complex than what they thought from the beginning definitely yeah so the way our model works is uh it's completely flexible so it's pay per usage uh you basically just buy some credits and you can get coaching anytime uh, some people will just have one quick question or one quick situation, and that's fine. We don't force you to get a subscription or anything like that. You can just come in, talk to a coach for like an hour, and you're good. Uh, but more commonly, you know, the situation is ongoing, right? So mm -hmm. like if you're dating, okay, well, you went on the date. Now what? You want to talk to the coach again? So it's very common that people will come in for like a three-week episode of coaching, right, where they talk to the coach multiple times. Got it. Okay. I like it. So just to wrap up Tiffany's issue right now, so what are we going to do? What's the coaching assignment here? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I think uh, based on what we've discussed, I think that just waiting for him to make the next move is fine. Um, I think that if like three more days go by, right, at that point, it's getting too ridiculous for him not to text. So at that point, I would either write him off or just like desperately send him a text to see, to see what the deal is. <sighs> Okay. I think, well, he knows. Pretty clear. I like that. I love the clarity yeah. of situation because sometimes then you spend too much time in your head. Yeah. I guess in this way with a coach, you just, this is what we're doing. And yeah. then it's like, move on. Yeah. Yeah. I think for the next 72 hours, like, there's no point to worry about it because it doesn't affect your action plan. Right. Yeah. That's why I like, maybe I should get a relationship coach. I might be, I might be coming too. I love anything that's just like, this is the Practical. timeline yeah. <laughs> that we're working like, with. This is yeah. what we're doing. Let's go with it. Like, no, cause I think when you have, when you go and you consult like a group of friends, you have like 30 different like mm -hmm. pieces of advice now and you have to sift through which one you think exactly. is right for you. Whereas this is very much like, okay, one person, this is the approach we're taking. Let's see what happens. Exactly. We'll regroup after. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. Do you have any more questions? Tiff? I'm, I think I'm going to take this <laughs> plan of attack, see what happens. I, I really like this because I think a lot of times, like, I get so into my head and you need someone else to break it down for you. And I think, like, I don't know, I, going back to what I started with, like, do you think, like, when I said, do you think people just know in their heart of hearts and they need some, like, they need someone to validate them in a sense? I feel like before we even had this conversation, I was thinking of doing what you just gave me as like the assignment, I guess. And hearing someone else be on the same page as me, because I heard like a bunch of different ideas, made me think like, okay, like what I was thinking was consistent with like what is what is a good plan to follow. So I think it like alleviated some of my anxiety around it. I think it could be, it could be really great for that. Yep. I mean, I agree. Like most people in their heart know the right thing, but then they also know three other things, right? And they just have yeah. to pick the right out of the group. Yeah. Love that. Oh, thank you so much, Leron. Um, Y'all make sure you go to relationshipcoach.com. Relationship hero. That's wrong. Yes. Relationshiphero.com. We just love a coach. But... Relationshiphero.com for all things help when it comes to your relationship. Um, all types of relationships from getting in one to staying in one to getting out of one. Yeah. Right. Just like the whole world. Um, we really appreciate you coming on the podcast, Leon. 
yeah, this was really fun. Uh, great to talk to you guys, and I wish you the best with that guy. I'll, yeah, I'll keep everyone updated. Oh. I think this was, this was good for people to see how to really break it down, and I think a lot of people will, I think Kutsi was just convinced to try, give Relationship Hero a try because of it, so I'm excited <laughs> to see who else gets inspired. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to Life in Limbo Land, the go-to podcast for all things millennial. If you like what you heard, go give us a rating on iTunes. We're hoping for five, but do whatever you feel is right, five. And make sure that you go like and heart and comment on all of our 